I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. This is a new world order, and I am Chancellor Zanzi Weber of the National Council of Zane Australia, here with my colleagues from across the seas. One who just declared nuclear war, and the other who made him do it. it it's me, Seb- Sebastian of um, of government. Hello, <laughs> Sebastian of government. That's what they call, that's what they call me. <laughs> That may be the most honest introduction <laughs> you have ever said. Yes, you are in government. Yep, that's that me. is true. Not a champion. Not, not a voted not to be here. <laughs> People made a choice, and here I am. And I am Andrew Shostler, the most supreme, magnificent overlord of everything you ever saw in the great Confederacy of Andropolia. And if you're joining us for the first time, we each run a nation on the nation simulator, nationstates.net. And each week we are confronted by issues and we try to solve them while sticking to our own political ideologies where we can. Asterisk, unless it's funny to do something different. (laughs) And it's for one of us, just for Seth. Seth. (laughs) Yeah, but only when I'm using someone else's nation. Yeah, yeah. So This is penalty, by the way, for not getting witch hunters. You know what you did. Anyway, sorry. How many times can you hold that one decision this is the only time I've had to punish him for it though I've, I've been angry about I've it for months I've yet to punish you for, for keeping me away from dragons uh, the reward is that you don't have dragons right now the reward for you not for me <laughs> I need to I need to make this, I need to even the score so in this our third season each five episodes aliens switch our brains whoops and so currently I Zancy Weber and responsible for making the decisions in America or World America, whatever it's called these days. <laughs> it's world America. It's been consistently World America since the great <laughs> World American Uprising. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I am responsible for decisions made in Zane Australia. And might I just say, I'm being very responsible. It's going quite well. I'm very happy. I apologize in advance for the issue I'm giving you this week. Well, that's all right. The, you know, government has to deal with difficult issues. Yeah, you know, it's, a no, it's with, a no-win issue. People so, have to deal yeah. with difficult issues. Speaking of no-win issues, I had this huge weight on my back as I... <laughs> I just had all this nuclear weaponry. <laughs> so much I weight. had to get rid of somehow. And uh, there was this smoldering crater across the Pacific just waiting for it. What's that? It wasn't a smoldering crater. Oh, no. What have I done? Um... Yes, yeah, so I'm in charge of Andrew's nation at the moment, and things are going pretty well. Because you know what the best solution to uh, slavery is? Death to all. Nuke the slaves. Yeah, absolutely. Gonna... They have been freed from their lives. Would you care for a synopsis of what has happened so far? <laughs> Please. In this, in, in this slate, in, in our first episode with the current uh, administration, 
Zane Australia implemented a green building rating uh, for all new constructions. Mm-hmm. Submerica kept Maxtopian artworks after the owner died without a will. What a, what a, what a conscientious leader I am. Yeah, right? And Andropolia asserted the right to deploy weapons of mass destruction. <laughs> what a monster! <laughs> Look at this guy! Following that, Zane Australia upheld no speech or language restrictions. Submerica upheld freedom of expression for television producers. Revolutionary. And Andropolia invested in a fleet of icebreakers to keep the northern ports open in winter. Mm. I will say the other option for the icebreakers was accelerate global warming. That's true. So, <laughs> so of, the, of, of, a, of the various options. In a remarkable demonstration of restraint, <laughs> Seb did not go full crazy on that one. I was waiting for the right moment to strike. Strike the operative word here. <laughs> and in our last episode... Uh, Zane Australia included gender reassignment in its socially uh, so- social medicine socialized medicine uh, programs. Submerica repealed all traffic laws, licensing, and vehicle inspections. I'm like the Christopher Columbus of roads, is what some people I hear are saying. And so you discover them. <laughs> yep. And you, don't make, you just find them and claim them as your own and kill the native inhabitants. What I did was name a famous historical figure and then said off roads. And I, I chose poorly, okay? I'll admit it. And Andropolia weighed the price of victory following a nuclear strike. And then won by nuclear striking with zero consequences. Okay, well let's 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 wait. Let's wait until the end to see if that's true because I would I have a two-option problem. Let's do it. No-win scenario. No-win scenario. Yeah. Oh, Kobayashi Maru. That's what I did. I'm Kirk. I'm the, <laughs> I'm the Captain Tiberius Kirk of Seb, Rhodes. Seb, <laughs> Seb, Seb, there is a win scenario in nuclear war. And so far, the world has been winning since 1945. Yep. And it's been winning by yeah. not engaging in nuclear war. You either win by ensuring that you are first and the only one to strike, or everybody wins when nobody strikes. Yep. yep. Well, it's a shame that that's out of the window. <laughs> okay, so at least we were first. At least, if there's, if there's some, at least some if there's going lining. to be someone going down his history as the world's biggest monster it's gonna be me yeah <laughs> thank you sebastian i was a regular show at the meeting in your body i was like ha, i andrew shosler <laughs> say fuck that place <laughs> fuck them all <laughs> put it on my tombstone <laughs> okay my issue is called zanestralia looks to the stars oh because oh the Earth's suddenly looking a little glowy, <laughs> nuclear. <laughs> it's actually hard to see the stars over the irradiated glow of our own planet right now. <laughs> so, uh, recent popularity of science fiction TV show has prompted calls for Zane Australia to develop its own space program. Again, surprising that it's not already underway. True. I think Zane Australia has always been very science-focused, but not necessarily space-focused. We have kind of been humanitarian, very human-focused in our science. Humanitarian, Um, not explorative. Correct. Yeah, we're not looking to colonise the moon. We're looking to make our civilization the best that it can be. Sure. Uh, Option number one. 
Don't tell me the space colonies would be cool, says excited fifth grade teacher Alexander Klaus, still wearing big Spock ears from his latest convention. Think of how they would galvanise the national population. And there'd be also be some kind of scientific benefit, probably. Yeah, probably. End of option number yeah. one. <laughs> Again, it <clears throat> should be private. People should be welcome to spend their money however I they like. I yeah. 100% agree. Yeah. In terms of space ex- exploration, yeah. I think the, the benefits that a nation gets from space exploration is a very minimal in any terms other than exactly what he's just said and... Uh, nationalism is, yeah. I think it- I would I would disagree with that. I I wouldn't say that uh, that a, a government funded space program yields no meaningful results. I just think that privately funded, it will be it it'll give results that are so much better and so much more focused on something that is actually commercial and necessary. Oh, I, I, absolutely. That's what, because, that's what I mean. Like because flooding space flooding program for the <clears throat> sake of space program. Yeah, flooding flooding uh, an institute with billions of dollars to explore whatever in the hopes that something is discovered yep. versus a very focused application of, you know, a tenth of that maybe on so okay, we need this. We need to get to the asteroid in order to to mine it to do yeah. that and we'll discover all these things along the way. Because we do already have a inverted commas space program because we do launch satellites. We've already we have mm-hmm. canonically done that sort of thing. Um, but yes, option number two. <clears throat> if God had meant man to fly, he oh, would have God. given us solid rocket boosters instead of legs. <laughs> says religious type <laughs> Eleanor Johnson. We should not be looking to the stars, but rather inside our own hearts. That's why we should abandon this so-called space program and instead make the teaching of religion mandatory in all schools. No win. There's yeah. no. It's no win scenario here. Either you you inverted commas waste money on a space program with no focus, or you make teaching of religion mandatory in all schools. Very related things. Completely related <laughs> to some people. <laughs> no, that one's that one's an easy choice. Mm-hmm. In that it has to be funding of the space program, okay. Uh, because to go with the second option, that would be to culturally stain Zane Australia, which yeah. can't happen. At least with the first option, okay. While it isn't focused now, maybe it will become focused. Maybe some clever clogs will find some relationship between something else that's been discovered and some. Something it's else. True. It's Saint Australia does have a a veritable horde of scientists. Yes. So I think, as far as knowledge and discovery is concerned, that keeps in line with Zane Australian tradition. Okay, I'm worried about what this is going to do to my tax. But however, okay. yeah. However, uh, <laughs> the guy petitioning for it is a Star Trek enthusiast. Mm. I don't think his his heart is in it. But I don't think he's really thought it through of what it means uh, yeah. as for a government to do this sort of thing. Yeah. All right, let's see what happens. Let's just hit confirm. Let's just do that. Billions of frugals are, are being poured into a space program. Uh, Zane Australia <laughs> enters space race. Oh, there you go. All caps. <laughs> Economic growth exceeds forecasts. City planners consider 14-sided roundabout. City workers harassed by street urgens. Wage rises put spring in step. Money Sorry. in pocket. Same. Yes. 
unlike the banners of on in World America where it tells you what your policies are, mm-hmm. it already says that we have a space program. I assumed you already did by ages ago. Is this actually the first time you guys have gone to space? Well, we have. I thought you did. We yeah. have canonically launched satellites. Yeah, before. maybe this um, is the first manned exploration. Maybe I've also, or maybe this is. Weren't uh, you doing an international space station? Yeah, absolutely. Or that um, you could do that without being in space. No, no you can contribute parts and equipment. I thought you were it. running it. Anyway, maybe well, not. Well, yeah. I have got some new postcards. Uh, the world's above us. Reach for the stars. Ooh, that sounds like a throw. So, it, it, well, it looks like we're doing space exploration rather than just space stuff. Yep. Um, and then interior tech. Combine a strong IT industry with a powerhouse economy. Ooh. Now, scientific advancement, which was already quite high in Zane Australia, up 14%. Oh, my goodness. Um, intelligence, which was already quite high, up 25 uh, IT, 1.9%. Taxation, 1.8%. That's not ridiculous, but it is unfortunate that it yeah, is Yeah, I think much. that's going to bump me over 65%. Um, niceness, 1.1%. Uh, and then between 1% and 0% is cheerfulness, weather, average income, economic output, ideological radicality, and tourism. Um, the biggest down was average disposable income at 3.3%, uh, charmlessness, 1.1%, uh, agriculture, welfare, and uh, cheese exports down less than 1%. So some decent ups and not huge downs. Um, tax is always going to be the biggest problem with that one but you know maybe i can i can uh get to mars before anyone else and then <laughs> mars will be the australian paradise <laughs> taxation is up but uh, it had a rather positive effect on um manufacturing and yes product yeah. research i would imagine yeah so well yeah. it is my biggest industry yeah, so well. it, it bumping up a couple percent is is there you go very good also scientific advancement going up 14 percent is is huge That's in australia um so I'll be only checking that out. But also, it did have a, a big bump on my economic output as well. Okay. Which was, yeah. Well, there you go. A choice between two unfavorable things and it ended it's up true. all right. Yeah. The, it, it wasn't as bad as I thought it could be. It, there was really only one choice. Well, give a, honestly, if St. Australia had been posed with that issue and I didn't have a choice to... Like just not bring that issue to the table, which yeah. of course I always yeah. do. I would have dismissed it. Yeah, yeah, of course. But you know, I'm happy with that. So my issue is called the jolly jousting japes. <laughs> <laughs> all right, uh, Zane. This is going to tick all the boxes that you care about. A motley group of sportsmen, equestrians, and medieval reenactment enthusiasts have Ugh. petitioned the government to bring back the sport of jousting. Just bring it back yourselves. Why, why do you need the government involved? Maybe it's outlawed somehow. Oh, all right. I don't know. I, I shouldn't be, but yeah. <laughs> It'll be awesome, exclaims medieval scholar Shinzo Okada, pointing to a painting depicting the ancient sport. Bringing back such a revered part of our past would invigorate our cultural life. That said, we need to do it the old-fashioned way, meaning a full commitment to lances, lances, armor, and fine horses. What do you say? Let's bring the past to life. He seems excited. <laughs> what to do? Once again, no one's stopping you from using horses and sticks, like whatever. But, but he's not proposing to send all of Sebmerica back into the Renaissance. That comes later. All right. <laughs> Option two. 
I think we need to jazz it up a little, suggests popular daredevil Apu Knievel. Instead of jousting using horses and lances, what if instead we, <laughs> we play on motorbikes and sports cars? Participants can even use a variety of weapons, such as maces and axes. It'll be bloody, but we'll have so much fun. So that sounds like your Mad Max option combined with my no car rules, okay, but it gets can worse. I, can I say, can I say, my goal is not to make a Mad Max world. Mm. I was just commenting on Samerica's travel down the hill towards yes. a Mad Max world. Maybe we could veer around the side of that hill to uh, to just 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 like an, uh, an, an, Amish, an Amish paradise, perhaps. <laughs> option three of four. Mm-hmm. Wait, mm-hmm. what? Wasn't that the first option? No, that was two. So that was. Did I zone out for a second there? So first guy just said. Let's do it, but we use lances, armor, and fine horses. Oh, so Option two was sorry, motorbikes and sports cars. <laughs> right, of course. <laughs> and okay. axes and flamethrowers. Oh. <laughs> Let's go. Let's full Mad Max it. <laughs> the other guy pretty much just pitched Death Race. <laughs> yeah. Yep. <laughs> Option three. This proposal gave me an interesting thought, ponders your treasury minister, Esmond Picard, admiring her reflection in a polished shield. Jousting could be very well a boon for the economy. We could even get the gambling industry on it, in on it. Shaking my head at that. Let people place bets on, bets on jousting matches while we take a cut of the proceeds. I doubt event coordinators have any problems f- filling stadiums with people who'd pay top dollar to experience real life exciting sport. Mm. So one is let it be. The other one is let it be, but dangerous. This one's let it be, but let's make some money off of it. And then my favorite option, option four. Why are we only focusing on jousting? Asks posh aristocrat Judas Weber. Oh, Zane. It's the last name. How is it spelt? W-E-B-E-R. Oh, wow. Well, I think we'll go option number four. I don't need to hear the rest. Okay. Whatever. I'll select it. No. (laughs) As he cleanses his glasses. Don't you think times were simpler and better when everyone knew their place? There were benevolent lords and their manners. Peasants merrily tilling the fields. Even courtly jousts conducted by illustrious knights. Shouldn't we take our part to mark these traditional values of reality again? That's that, option four. That sounds awful. Hey, listen. Yes, it does sound awful. But you know what <clears throat> Seb did? He launched a nuke. He did. Uh, Andrew launched a nuke. <laughs> oh, well, you know what you're going to do? <laughs> I, you're going to ban this. the internet. <laughs> then... <laughs> you're going to send your people back to the middle ages. Yeah, absolutely. I'm no. going to do that without vetoing it because- No, no, no. no, no. no that can't. I just want to clarify what the different options are. Okay, yep. So option number one is let's encourage horses and lances and yeah. this sort of Or if it's somehow illegal to repeal yes. the necessary yeah. laws. Honestly, I, number one confuses me because, I mean, I, the assumption is it shouldn't be illegal anyway, but it doesn't even ask for funding. It doesn't even ask, it doesn't even phrase it like we should make it legal. It just, just says, I want to do, do this. And yeah. it's like, okay. Okay. <laughs> Option two is death race. So bring it back, but modern. So motorbikes, sports cars, you can use maces, axes. It, it wants to turn it into a blood sport. Now, with last week's repealing of all traffic laws, good combination, all, right? Apart from yeah. the stadium, you're already there anyway. Right. <laughs> can, can I say, uh, Lansing and various night games they already blood sports yes it's just they're not modernized blood sports <laughs> yes yeah okay option three was um let's make them them official like government sanctioned events in like stadiums and yep, regulate take a, it take a cut of the of the winnings um through people gambling on it and then option four was 
I get a castle. That's as far <laughs> as I read into it. And slaves. Option number and option peasants. number four is overhauling your entire governmental structure. Um, but I get a castle out of and it. And societal you, structure. You for that. do. Yeah. Um, I get a pretty I, big I, castle. I imagine. I imagine that each of your your very each of your individual like mayors or governors or whatever become would, become serfs a, or something? would become a lord yeah, and they would have serfs and you would be the king. Absolutely, yeah. The responsible um, option is number one. Absolutely. If you want to do yeah. it, do it and we're not going to stop you. Yeah. We're also not going to commit any funds to it and we're not going to interfere. The American option would be option number two. You think so? Is you can do whatever you want as long as it doesn't hurt anyone. Do- and if it is consensual, then you can do whatever you want. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, number honestly, one, two, and three are all the South American option because none of them are restricting them. It's just saying number three, the government is profiting off, but not off restricting them. them. Just profiting. It's just taking a cut, but it's not making it any harder or worse for them. It's just, it's not even taking a cut from the athletes. It's taking a cut of the game. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for, but you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Okay, so what you're doing there is you're being a Roman emperor. Yes. And this is the new Colosseum. Think of how big of a castle I'll get. So you were only being funny when you said you like number four. No, I get a castle out of it. Seb, America. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to gauge where you're, where you're headed because yeah. you, seem to, you seem to have no problem with any of them. Because yeah. op- option number four... Number four is the best. Okay, uh, option four is the worst, but even then I get a castle. So option number four is the, mo- the, the least Sub-American, the original Sub-America <laughs> option because you're literally making slaves of everyone who isn't in government. Yeah, so it's not ideal. <laughs> okay Alright um, The problem is If you make slaves of people Andrew Polia might nuke you It's true he There is, there is a precedent that. now That's yeah. exactly right uh, So I, I honestly think As much as you seem to be like Wanting me to make you go down that road I, I don't think I can <laughs> There's no justifying it in any way, not for Zane Australia, not for Andropolia, and definitely not for Seb America. <laughs> I think if we want the marriage of the Zane Australian option and the Seb American option, it would be number three. The government profit one? Whereas you let them do whatever they want and then you regulate the gambling over it because you've already got a quite a big gambling industry. No, no I don't have a giving out. I only had a big increase because it was so low. I my gambling is always very close to the bottom, like the zero mark. It's just that every time we do something that involves it, it's always a huge swing. So mm. right now, it's taken its swing up, but yeah. it's only like you know four percent. Let's give it's, that gambling industry a bit of a boost, eh? Oh, I th- you've got to have something. You've got no internet. With gambling, with gambling, there will also come regulation, even if it's self-regulation, yeah. so that it will become it will become safer. I mean, when 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 yes. people invest in competitors they're not always going to, even if death is on the table yeah. they're not always going to die I mean gladiators competed for long times yeah they the were gladiators, gladiators. Yeah. yeah the celebrities didn't die yeah. in so the arena I think 
And then we go option number three. Okay. Gambling? Yes. Well, also regulation. I think that's the safest way yeah. to do like, it. Yeah. And I'm absolutely comfortable with this one as well. I will say out of all the options, it's obviously going to have the biggest increase in gambling because it's the one that's referenced it. But I think they would all in some part increase it because you're adding a sport. Mm. I think option number four probably wouldn't focus on the gambling. <laughs> that's true, actually. Yeah. I'm really curious to see what would happen if we sent you back to feudal times. That's why I nuked people. I'm just curious to see what happens. Breaking news. The nation is renowned abroad for its love of blood and guts. I mean, that's standard in, in, in America. Yep. Dissident speaker missing, presumed impaled. Engine room... <laughs> Economy ticking over nicely. Car sales fall, but never a better time to buy, Yard says. Samerica taking care of business. Economic survey shows. Gambling up 63%. So in two episodes, we've gone up more than 110%. You're welcome. Congratulations. Uh, wealth gaps up 10%. Economic freedom up 9 Average income of the rich up 7 Black market up 6 Rudeness up 5 I'm not going to get... There's so many that are in the single percents, but they're not sure. really worth noting. As for downs, six key. Ideological radicality down 9%. Income equality down nine because the masses are amused. Mm, good, <laughs> so they don't they don't focus on politics anymore. Authoritarianism down seven percent, which is weird because we actually regulated it. You think it would go up? Yeah. And weirdly enough, out of all the options, somehow this one also had a decrease in the death rate. It's down six percent. It isn't huge, well, but we legalized jousting. That's what. That's the point. That's the, that's the point of, of that third option is that the government now has a vested interest in it so it's going to make it the whole thing a, at least a little bit safer. But safety went down 2%. Yes. Safety, not death. Yes. <laughs> so all in all, I'm pretty happy with that. That's not the, that's not the, uh, the carpet bombing I thought I was going to get this time. <laughs> I went in resigned to I would become a king. So anything that wasn't that was gravy. <laughs> no. I... I would never, ever delete your internet. I did because it was funny and because I was committed to a bit. Never get committed to a bit. <laughs> my, my problem is overcommitting. Well, funnily enough, Andropolia has a sports issue as well. Oh, excellent. I legalize wrestling. Grand Prix to Andropolia. Oh, God, it's the most boring sport. Fear, the Federation of Automobile Racing, has suggested that ye, to you that Andropoli would be a great site for a World Championship F1 Grand Prix circuit. The only problem is that you don't have a racetrack built. Correct. Option one. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> Alexis Lefeuve, head of the Grand Prix governing body, suggests that construction of a new top-end racing facility in largely uninhabited swampland in the east of your nation. It'll be a boost to tourism and the broader economy in Andropolia, and it'll bring this whole dreary swampland area to life. He stubs out his cigar. <laughs> cigar? <laughs> Not a cigarette? On a nearby swamp frog to emphasize his point. Now! <laughs> you should go Cuban for the accent, I think. <laughs> if you have time, <laughs> I have some contracts for you to consider with regards to construction, event I don't like management. This guy. It's, it's all over the place. <laughs> Security vote. <laughs> All with reputable established companies and firms that I can vouch for personally, eh? So, uh, let's no. be honest. You're going to hate every option that involves spending money, but out of all the options that are going to involve spending money, at least it's using a swamp land 
and not taking away... What's wrong with leaving a swampland as a swampland? As Just opposed because to it's taking away a really structured area that could be used on the spot for something else. The fact that it's a swampland doesn't in itself justify its development. I'm right? saying as opposed to something else that's probably going to be like knock down a hospital and do it. If somebody wants... <laughs> if somebody... <laughs> okay, a hospital is something that's being put to commercial that's what I'm saying. use. This is a good because it's not swamp being land used. might just be swampland because... There's no other good use for it Until that now. justifies the cost of developing it. Until this moment now. So number one is definitely cronyism. Mm-hmm. You give me and my friends a lot of money yes. and we'll do stuff with it. Yeah. And we'll make money from it. <laughs> you love the private sector. Tick, tick, tick. Am I That's right? That's not private. <laughs> That's the government. <laughs> uh, uh. Okay, no, th- this is a Dani. That's what the da- that's giving Dani's them like. That's giving them exclusive rights over an area, then funding <laughs> its development while putting no restriction on that development whatsoever can, and leaving all the profits in their hands. Can that I, is not private. Can I give you a hard pitch here? You know, there's that raceway in Germany that goes through that building that Hitler did one of his speeches on, and they just like kind of like left the building to dilapidate, and the, the race course just goes underneath it and all that. No. Well, there's a race course there, big Nazi building that they've just kind of they ignore, but it's the race course kind of goes under a little overpass in part of it. Mm-hmm. Now you just committed a war crime, so I can <laughs> why not lead into it and also have a race course that people can ignore your stuff on. No, <laughs> that was a long walk. Number two, Grand Prix racing is completely unrelated to what happens with road cars, argues Ruri Hoshino. CEO of Radar Engineering Automotive Firm Incorporated. But sports cars, uh, but sports car racing drives forward automotive technology. Say no to the Grand Prix and instead let the World Sports Prototype Championship hold round-the-clock endurance races at a stadium that will happily foot the bill for. All you need to do is repeal some crazy noise and air pollution laws. Okay. Sure, it may not be as glamorous, but it'll, it, it'll let us show us off our wares and will encourage engineering Innovation. I was with him until he said pollution. Uh, he had me. I was like, fuck, I don't care noise. That's fine. Cool prototype cars. This sounds amazing. This is incredible. They're paying, blah, blah, blah. Yep. But he lost me on that one key it's point. It's very Andropolian. He's just repealing some laws and letting, yeah. letting people do what they want. Yeah. It's, it's also said American. It's entirely in. Mm. He's saying we want permission to do this and the law is After currently stopping us from doing that. what you did to whatever nation you destroyed, it's kind of... <laughs> It's kind of a little bit hypocritical to now also repeal pollution laws. Like, you've done enough damage. I would really like to send you back to the Middle Ages now. (laughs) The looks I'm getting at this table today. It's it's great. For the record. (laughs) That is entirely Andropolian. Yeah. Repeal the laws and let insurance companies and people in lawsuits handle any pollution issues they, they have out of it. I'm not saying flat no, I'm just saying they have not 100% sold me. But there could be worse options that means I'll go back to this one. <clears throat> it's strange how sometimes introducing a regulation can actually lead to uh, more of the thing that you don't want. Like in the way that uh, cars in the 70s and 80s, um, especially in the States, they were heavily regulated on their emissions uh, controls. And it had the effect of stifling innovation to lower, you know, even further the emissions because all of a sudden there was this allowance to do at least that. Yeah, you hit that mark and you're fine. And you're fine. And there was no incentive beyond that uh, to, to keep going. Whereas if you don't have any benchmark, you're, you're, you're competing for, for the market attention. You know, 
you're going to distinguish yourself if you do something radical. Whereas when regulations are in place, you distinguish yourself by being pretty because mm. everybody's just doing the same thing anyway. So number three, why are all those petrol heads so obsessed with auto racing anyway? Asks migraine-suffering riding enthusiast Robin Flanders. I agree, Robin. From the back of a stallion that has just evacuated manure onto the pavement. It's just noisy, smelly fumes <laughs> and testosterone. <laughs> Ban motor racing and invest that pot of money into equestrianism. Oh, God. It's a genteel racing event for the civilised society. Her horse glares at you threateningly as if to support the argument. God damn, I'm so angry. See, the second they were like, I hate this motor racing thing, I was on board because from, I know I'm like, I, I'd by default fall into the sort of the sports guy on this show, but I hate racing. Sure. But I actually hate horses. So I can't get behind her on this one too. <laughs> Because right. I was like, oh, cool. Oh, no. Yeah, no, I can't. I can't back horses. Well, the reason it would be wrong to go with her, not only because horses are freaky. Yeah, they're tall and they have big to, teeth. According to you, I think they're quite beautiful. They run at you with their long legs and big teeth. No, thank you. What kind of horse? What, what did you do to a horse? <laughs> Nothing. To- they're just big, scary animals. <laughs> they're not. You, you literally just... Advocating <laughs> knights and horses and kings. I'm king. I won't be on the horse. Yes, you will. <laughs> I'll be in the carriage behind the horse. That's fine. I'm in the yeah, safe- behind the horse where its legs are. No, I'll be in the <laughs> carriage though. I'm pretty much in a tank. <laughs> so the reason that would be wrong because not only would I ban something that somebody else wants to do without any good reason other than it's noisy and smelly. Okay, so move away from it or or you know, figure out figure out some arrangement with them. Uh, but it's also saying, take all that money that you would have put into it and put it into something that I like. That's just as wrong. Mm. But I understand where she's coming from. I would like if people put money in things I liked. Yeah, of course. Well, it's not reasonable, but, but I would not, like it. But I don't need money into things that you like. Yeah, but Andropoly's not going to do that. You, you put your own money into whatever you like. Please tell me there's another, other, another option. It's just those three. That's option two. So, yeah. So number one yeah. is croning it up. Number crony, two, crony, crony. <laughs> number two is repealing some 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 laws and letting people do what they want. And also, number three is stopping somebody from doing something they want and funding something else that somebody else wants to do. And they're paying for it themselves. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. Right, number two. So that's more yeah. important. So that's number fine. two. Yeah, that's fine. Oh, thank God for that. Oh wait, sorry. I said secret option no. number four, where you oh, no, bomb someone. Where <laughs> <laughs> you throw cars at bomb someone. Car manufacturers. Yeah. <laughs> We don't want your four-wheeled <laughs> carriages in here. The new standard is all cars must have five wheels. <laughs> if you do not meet this, you cannot be, you're not roadworthy. The automobile industry is sitting up and taking notice of the new 24-hour race events as they are... As, as are the track's sleepless neighbours. The Andropoly Sentinel reports, conservative groups demand government response on crime... Pedantry on the rise, well-written study says. Tourism industry discounts benefit locals and fewer lazy bums than ever before, bosses note. Mm. The problem with the word pedantry, and I'll admit that this is just my problem, is that I always confuse it momentarily with pederasty. Yes. And I always go, wait, pedantry is on the rise? <laughs> that's a, oh, no, that's fine. That's a, it's uh, just fussiness. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> Yes, those pedasts are... Uh, <laughs> Greek. Mostly. Up in Andropolia, the automobile industry. Care to guess 
How 600%. Much? Oh, I mean, were you, were you 0%? That's really low. It was negative. Low? Negative 4.4. It's low. 600 is, God. 6,000. No. 14,000%. It, it, 9,059%. <laughs> wow. It is up from negative four and a half to four hundred. You're and, welcome. And a half. <laughs> <laughs> Wealth gaps up six point three percent. Manufacturing as a whole up six. Uh, Infotech up four and a half. Charmlessness up four. Ideological radicality and obesity up two percent each. Scientific advancement also up a percent and a half. Taxation up marginally at a percent and a half, and the death rate up one percent. Uh, as far as the down trends are concerned. Safety is down 1%. Authoritarianism and tourism down mm. 2% each. Life spend down 2.5%. Yeah, that's rough. We're getting dangerously close to 50 again. We're at 52. Niceness down 25 as well. Weather down 35 Income equality down 6 And environmental beauty, the big loser this week, down 9%. Right. So, I would like to boast this week... Oh, um, I would like to have a look at scientific advancement. Let's do that uh, because I I had a big jump this week, so I just wanted to uh, see what everyone else is. I had a modest jump. Oh, look, mine has a really big drop. I wonder where we can pinpoint when that <laughs> happened. So, scientific advancement is measured in the Kurzweil Singularity Index. Mm. World Census researchers quantified national scientific advancement by quizzing random citizens about quantum chromodynamics, space-time curvature, and stem cell rejuvenation therapies. Responses based on Star Trek were discarded. Yes. Well, you know. So, Zane Australia started off at negative 33.17 at the beginning of the game. Yeah. Um, we had a pretty early jump to 10, but then we jumped back down to negative 38.08. What? But since then, it's been a very steady climb, and we're currently on 230.73. That is remarkable compared to the graph that I'm seeing. Mm. It's not as high, but it's also never been as low. Yeah, well, we started out negative, so... Andropolia started off at 85 on scientific mm. advancement. Uh, it trended down to bottom at 55 mm. so never negative and never really close to it either and since then it has been a rather sharp steady increase uh, to its current all time high at 144 okay yeah I've never been as high as where you started um, I started, wow I started on 31 I did climb to a maximum of 17 well almost almost 80 just under 80 and then took the big drop down, which I can only assume is my internet, but it wasn't to zero. It was just down to 25, mm. but it was sharp down. I mean, science isn't reliant on the internet. I'm sure it, it didn't just help, though. really helps. <laughs> I'm currently on just under 50, so I've managed since the internet thing to climb up about half what I lost. So at its lowest, Andropolia has, has always oh. had more scientific advancement than Submerica at its highest. Yeah, my highest was 80, and my lowest was actually, sorry, I apologize, my lowest was 18. There was a bit of a drip there, I didn't say. I'm shocked. Mm. I mean, Andrew, of the three of us, I always thought Andropolia was the most backward as far as scientific advancement. And Well, you've always been willing to remove legislation to let people do what they want scientifically. To but develop, neither. To but I've also been uh, equally as, as uh, not vi- vigilant in not, in not yeah. funding it. Yeah. yeah. Welcomed, they're welcome to fund it privately, mm. and I'll slash taxes in order to make that happen. 
Yeah. Well, that, that is that's interesting. Inter- that's yeah. an interesting statistic. Um, yeah, so this last week I, w- I went from 202 to where I am now at 230. Um, so you're like 60%, 70% ahead of Andrew Polia in terms of yeah. scientific, time, yeah. scientific advancement at the moment. Scientific advancement. All right, well, that's us for this week. If you want to find us, you can find us on Twitter. You can find us on Facebook. And if you want to become one of the best people in the entire world, you can find us on Patreon, patreon.com forward slash a new old order podcast. Uh, there you get one episode for every four that is released on this feed. Um, and they're usually longer and sassier and more arguey, uh, if you can imagine <laughs> that. Uh, so, until then, I've been Zainzi Weber, Chancellor of the National Council of Australia, twirling forever towards a disappointingly kingless future. I was going to say, I was the man who should have been King Sebastian of the United <laughs> States of World America. You still can. <laughs> and I did. Hello, uh, good night, and hi. And I've been Andrew Schossler, the most supreme, magnificent overlord of everything you ever saw in the great confederacy of Andropolia, imploring you all, carte blanche, sans plume. Till next time, gentlemen. So, what should I listen to now? We are Castology. This is our podcast about podcasts. We are your castologists, Patrick Shearer, Liz Best, and Zainzi Weber. Each week, we'll bring you three of the best and sometimes not so best podcasts around. We'll also do the hard work and trawl the RSS feeds to find the newest podcast that should be on your radar. And then next week, we come back and tell you what we thought of the recommendations and bring three new sparkling podcasts to check out. Now, will we always agree with each other's picks? Probably not. But hey, you're clever. You know that's how reviews work. We're available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or any podcatcher of your choice. That's Not Kind of Productions podcast.